Hey, 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 everybody. It's your girl, Miss E. with Journey with Trista podcast coming to you live from Mobile, Alabama. As always, I am so super duper excited because I got black excellence in the building. You know, you got to be to sit at the table with me. Before I get started, let me go ahead and tell you, we're going to be talking about dating tonight. Um, dating and also dating your spouse, because all of that is very, very important. So I'll speak on those topics. And then we have some um, beautiful Black women sitting with me here today. We're going to also talk about that. Um, and also, I have Miss Rachie Mack here with me tonight, who has something fun to bring to date night on the scene of the Gulf Coast coming up this weekend, right? Yes. All right, we'll get to that in just a second. Let me go ahead and give you my medical disclaimer. Neither myself, Patricia Reed, a.k.a. Ihada Jimenez, Journey with Trish, the podcast, Health Assistant Out, or any other affiliates are here to give you any type of medical or psychiatric advice. If you're having any type of those emergencies, I would defer you to your nearest emergency room or contact your very own primary care or psychiatric provider. Okay. What do I have here to my right? Tell them all about you. <laughs> or a little bit. Give me just a bit. Well, my name is Rachie Mack. I am an actress, writer, and director. I'm also the CEO of Rachie Mack Film Productions, which is an independent film production company here in Mobile, Alabama. We specialize in skits, plays, social media ads, films, um, pretty much everything that has to do with theater. That's what we, we pretty much are about. Okay. And so you got something coming up this weekend. Yes. So this weekend we have a murder mystery dinner called Dysfunctional Family. And Dysfunctional Family is pretty much a live play with a full course meal. And in this play, it's kind of a drama slash comedy. So it's going to be talking about, it's, it's going to pretty much make laughter and humor of of family problems. And also during this play, there is a murder that the audience will have to help decide which who's the murder murder is. And also we will have a musical performance artist as well named Lonnie Blue, who will perform during the intermission and also com comedy by comedian Eli Thomas. So it's going to be a, like a well-rounded evening. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yes. Okay. <laughs> And who do I have over here? We're going to talk some more about it, but who do I have over here to my left? You have Miss LaShonda Tillman. I am 43 years old. Okay. Single, registered okay. nurse. Um, I've been in the medical field for 23 years, been a registered nurse for almost 17 years now. Mother of three and new grandmother of one. Congratulations. Thank you. Listen, um, so everybody who's always asking me, uh, hook me up with somebody, right? Or um, <laughs> I know you got some nurse friends or, you know, something. Anyway, tag all your guy friends, all your single single male mm -hmm. um, eligible bachelors in, in good standing mm -hmm. of good character. Um, tell them to come on, come on in the room tonight, please. <laughs> so, and oh, it is posted, it's pinned to the top of my page so everyone can take the opportunity to... Um, share please interact with us likes comments shares or what helps us reach as many people as we can so how have you ever written any type of plays before how did you start in this industry 
Well, I've actually started writing plays. Well, we want to go all the way back. I started writing plays when I was 21 years old in church plays. Um, but then after that, I took a little minute to really get into theater seriously. I would say once I was 28 years old, Check. I started sorry. getting. I'm sorry. Excuse me. If you got somebody. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Well, I started writing plays when I was 21 years old, but I probably got serious about theater once I was like 28 years old. And my first play with Rachel Mack Film Productions, it was a Juneteenth play, Finally Free. We produced that in 2021. And we were partnered with a, a community outreach center. I can't remember the name of it at the time. <laughs> we parted with them and we made our first play. And then we also had a murder mystery dinner last year. And then we decided to do another one this year and make it a little bit bigger. Okay. You know. So are you from Mobile? Yes, I am. So all the other plays that you have done have been here in Mobile? Yes. Okay. Um, so tell me a little bit about why you decided to make it murder mystery like have you did you go to one and you was like well that'd be fun like how did you end up all of them <laughs> okay sorry everybody <laughs> having some technical dif difficulties i'm sorry go ahead what was the question <laughs> <laughs> okay Okay. How did you decide to do a murder? You you did plays, but what drew your interest to murder mysteries? Well, I was once in a in an improv group a few years back where we did the murder mystery dinners on the Perdido Queen. And so I I was just like a guest on that. So I did it a few times with them. And at the time, I was just starting with Rachel Mac Film Productions, so I was just doing skits and things like that. So I decided, okay, why not I do my own? And I wanted to do mine different. I didn't want to do the exact same thing as what they were doing. I wanted to do a full play because most murder, most murder mystery dinners, they are kind of improvish and just like just a light light acting. But what I wanted to do, I wanted to do a full play and also a full course meal with it. And then as well add entertainment with it. But it was just something, you know, just something I've been wanting to do. Cause I always like to be, I always wanted to be in a comedy sketch. So show. it's like a comedy. Yeah. Too. It's a comedy and a drama. Okay. So tell me about how much time people are looking to pour into this from what time to what time approximately. It well, it starts at eight o'clock PM. We will probably be done maybe about 10, 10 30. Okay. And who should I, if I'm coming, who should I bring with me? Like, what's the scene? Is there like a, a certain age group that you believe would enjoy it more? Or um, would I enjoy it more if me and LaShonza came and hung out? Or should I bring my husband? Like, who would enjoy it the most, honestly? Well, you must be 21 years or older to enter the, the building. But I would say that really, really, it's something that you can do with your friend or as a date. It's, it's either or, really. It's, it's something that you can do before 
the night is over because the night will still be kind of young once we get through. So it could be a date night, but it could be like a part one of your date. Okay. Because there's still <laughs> some time to, to get something else in afterwards. You ever been to a, a murder mystery dinner before? I've never been to a play at all. Really? really? No. <laughs> I'm a lame. Like, you never even been to a Tyler Perry play when nope. it came? No, I've never been to a play at all. Okay, so I'm um, write that down. Lashonda has never been to a play. Um, so what are some types of things? We good now? Okay, so what are some types of things that um because we, we're gonna get into talking about dating and date night. And I said, you know, when I'm when I posted the flyer that honestly, if I had to go back and start dating now. I would not know what to do. Um, I would probably be very, very uncomfortable. You know, just awkward. Yeah, it is a little awkward, especially at my age. So, yes, it is awkward. I mean, you're only 43. And, you know, that's like the new uh, 22. I mean, I feel like that. <laughs> Thank you. But, uh, you know, we got some slim pickings. Um. You think that's just here in Mobile or just nationwide? Like, have you extended your, your reach? Oh, no, I have not. <laughs> I have not. But as far as Mobile, mm, yeah. Now, would you say that because you are from here and you probably know mostly everybody from here? But um, where was I going with that question? Like, would you say that even, would you say that's because you know everybody that's from here? I don't know everybody that's from here, but I know a lot, a lot of, people of people here. So the ones that I've encountered, yeah. Slim and, pickings. Uh, the, the, you know, living in a small, we are a, really, we are a small. We are, yeah, so, compared to most. Yeah, and yes. Baltimore <laughs> County is, is even smaller. So um, if you had to think about it. Like if somebody, if you know them, you probably know the person that they used to date and you probably know a lot about what happened in their relationship. So has that ever happened to you? Or maybe it was obviously, you know, we're not talking about talking to somebody that your friend ever talked to. Right. But, you know, talking to somebody who you knew kind of about what their relationship was like before, what you heard anyway. And so being able to like, give that person another chance because you really don't know what happened or I will say from personal experiences, if you don't know them, you will find out soon because it don't take, what, that long it don't take long because you're going to have some people that's going to come and, you know, give you the good, the bad and the ugly about that person. As soon as they find out that you're dating, right? you know, mm -hmm. whether you ask for it or not. So, and how do you feel about that? And you chime in, you, you tell me you're in a relationship. Yes. Okay. How long you mommy asking how long you've been in this particular relationship? A little over a year now. Okay, so it's still new. I guess you can yeah, say it's still new. <laughs> um so how do you feel about that? You know, when somebody does if you're starting to talk to somebody, because one side of you wants your friends and family to kind of tell you what they may know about this person. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, sometimes all they're bringing you is, like he said, she said, in right. drama. And so if you really want to talk to somebody, like, are you really going to take this person's and all of their word for it? Or No, 
So, of course, you need to take everything with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. Right. And, of course, you need to consider the source. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if it's all negative, you know, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, you know, to see. Let me see how that person is with me. Because even if they were a certain way, you may be a certain way with one person. It may treat me a whole nother way. You know, right. a different way. This so is, this is true. You know, so I can't just go solely on what somebody else says, but I am going to take it and put it back here just to, you mm -hmm. know, keep in mind if I need to go back and think about it. But I mean, sometimes you just need to give people, you know, the benefit of the doubt and get to know them for yourself. Because right. a lot of times being in a relationship is where you learn what not to do. Right. In your next relationship. Right. And so, you know, uh, in the Facebook group that I has, I, I'm always saying things like when you go into the new relationship, like you, you know, they say, like, you can't bring that old luggage. Right. From your old relationship into the newer one. You got to kind of try to have a fresh start. And at the same time, though, that person that that moved on from you and now you start looking and you start wondering or thinking like, you know, I was with this person for four or five years. How come he didn't treat me? You know, how come I didn't get the <laughs> car? It how depends come I on what house? it is, too. Now, yeah. if they say somebody is abusive, then, you know, you, you might, might want to take heed to that. that. <laughs> you know, it depends on what they're saying about that person. Right. You know, if they're saying that this person is abusive or they have addiction issues, you know, that, you know, sometimes I'm not going to just go solely on what that person says. But, you know, they say a zebra don't change its stripes. You do have to be careful because, uh, well, I have been in that situation myself. So, <laughs> like, well, how so? Well, before I was in this relationship, a lot of people have, a lot of wrong people said a lot of the of negative things about me to my significant other, and if he would have listened to those people, right. we would not be together today. And those were really just haters that he was talking to. So therefore, you, you do have to be careful who you listen to, mm -hmm. because some people, the people that are talking to that person may not even know you very well. Right. So. And perhaps you do have a past, you know, especially if you're talking about, you know, a lot of times they'll bring up stuff that these people did when they were much younger. younger. Yeah. yeah. Right. So perhaps you did have ex uh, quite the history, but that doesn't mean that you're that same person. Now. Right. Right. People change. All right. Here's my first question. Always my favorite question. So your friend dated somebody in high school, right? Like 10th grade. Mm. And we are in the housing now? 33. You're 33 now. They dated in 10th grade for like two months. They was in love because, yeah, everybody was in love for the, after the first week in high school, right? Mm. <laughs> Uh, and now, you know, you're in North Carolina, you live in North Carolina, you run into dude, right? And he wants to take you on a date, but you know, know that he dated your friend in the 10th grade and you are now 33 years old. What you doing? First of all, you still friends with this friend. Okay. Because <laughs> mm. that matters. So okay. Because, Okay. So if I was still friends with this friend, no, I would talk to her about it, tell her. Now, if she say, okay, whatever, fine. Okay, maybe. You trust that, though? It depends on what okay. friend it is. If it's a close friend, they're going to tell me the truth. They, they don't really care about them. Because if it was just two months, they probably don't care about them. You'd be surprised, though. Yeah. <laughs> but 
most likely I probably wouldn't deal with them because I don't want to hurt my friend. But if it's someone that I'm no longer friends with, I probably haven't seen since high school. Most likely I will <laughs> deal with the guy because I'm like, I don't even know this. I don't, this person is way in Arkansas. I don't know this person anymore. So why do shit I care? <laughs> How about you? 10th grade. 10th grade. So you were 14 or 15 years old. They dated for two months. Two months. That's puppy love. Yeah, thank you. It's a whole nother man now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I hope so. You know, I will run it by as a courtesy to the friend. Like, you know, hey, right. guess who I ran into? Da, 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 da. And especially if she's with somebody. Yeah. We're moving on. That was 10th mm-hmm. grade. You know, he might be, I mean, he might be a good man now. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to potentially miss out on my soulmate for some puppy <laughs> love when we was 14 years old. No. My friend Libby said, hey, don't, she don't care if it was a fifth grade. And Hands fr- off? Yeah, hands off. Oh, that's crazy. Fifth, yeah, I, I'm not I that petty. Too. <laughs> I'm not that petty. I think it's crazy too. So that was my first question that I wanted to ask you ladies. So you were married before? Yes, I was. How long were you married? I was married for 18 years, but we were together for about 16 years. Okay. Married for 18 years and together. No, no, no. We were married for eight years. Eight years. Mm-hmm. And together totally for 16 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how long have you been divorced? Um 12 years. Okay. And so now how has it been? Have you been in any other relationships since then? Yeah, you know, I was actually engaged again. Yeah. Okay. But I've been single I'm going on three years now. Well, I've had a relationship in between, but mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So are you open to relationships now or are you kind of chilling? Absolutely. I want a husband. You want a husband again? Absolutely. What woman don't want a husband? You know, a lot of them say that they don't. And a lot of people, I think some people truly don't feel like they need to get married. I think for legal issues, nothing else, I want to be married. I'm not that kind of woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so you haven't been married before? Yes. I'm also divorced as well. Okay. Okay. And how long and how long has it been since you divorced? I've been divorced for about five years. We were separated six years, so about five years divorced. So of course that's gonna lead into this next question. So when you divorce someone, regardless of what the reason is, is there a time frame for when we are able to, you know, start showing Don't... interest in other people? Um, me personally, I think I kind of jumped right back into a relationship, which wasn't probably you know, the ideal situation. I think I should have took some time out, you know, especially since I was in a relationship for so long, well, since I was married and in a relationship for so long. So I think I should have taken some time to myself to get to know my adult self because we met when I was in high school. But um, I think you should take some time to yourself, you know, because you're really doing yourself a disservice, you know, immediately jumping back on the scene. And, you know, you know, you need to kind of see what life is like being Uh, being alone alone. and get to know yourself out of your comfort zone. It is. It is very different. Tech, did we ever start Instagram? Oh, we're on Instagram too? Um. I don't know why my my mind is like so (laughs) off today. So my next question was, or I guess I was going to ask you the same question. Did you, do you feel like it's a time frame that you should wait before you start dating again? I do. I was also on the same boat. I rushed into it because I was so, I was with the same person for eight years altogether and married for four. So I was pretty much with them my whole twenties. I was used to that person. So 
once we I did get a separation first, it was kind of hard to be alone. And I tried to be alone for a few months and as I wasn't even the completely divorced and I was already trying to date somebody else. And I ended up getting hurt again and hurt again and hurt again. So I would say you do need to be by yourself for at least a year after a long relationship or a divorce because you do need to learn yourself, learn what you you don't want again, what you could have done better. And, you know, your purpose in life is a lot of things. You may not even like the same person once you figure out your purpose in life. Because you're probably right. going to be a different person. Right. Once you, um, you know, you, leave, you were married for all this time and now you're by yourself for a while, you do kind of become a different person right. because you mold into this person in this relationship, which is why right. I always say, do not lose yourself in a relationship. When you get married, you always have to make sure you keep maintaining your own identity because what happens is you've been with this person for 10 years and you're pouring everything into this person and, and nothing into you. And you do only things with them. You don't do any things with your friends. You don't do anything by yourself. Right. And so then now they're gone mm -hmm. and you kind of feel lost. No purpose. You no feel purpose. like you don't have a purpose. Yeah, you feel like you right. don't have yeah. a purpose. And I've, I've been there before. I mean, I kind of remarried the same man <laughs> two times, but, you know, I've been separated. I, I've been divorced. Um, I, I don't even know if me and Chris ever talked about it, but yes, I did try to date when we were separated in divorce. A couple of times, it was so awkward and like just a total waste of my time. That's why I just called him like, can, can we just get back together? <laughs> it was like, yeah, no, it just wasn't. It was not for me. It was not my scene at all whatsoever. So thank God um, things worked out for you, girl. So I do have some questions that I got from some friends uh -oh. of the show. And I'm going to ask y'all first. I want to play. Would you rather? OK, so I'll just say, would you rather? And then I'll say two different things and you tell me which one you rather. OK, do. OK, so the first one, the first one is just a funny one because I kind of went through this today. But it's something that we do do when we get ready to go on a date like you now all of a sudden like you got to get dressed up, you know, or you wear something you already got going to buy something new. You know what I'm saying? Right. All right. So would you rather break in new shoes or break in a new waist trainer? Waist trainer all day. I want my waist to be snatched. When it comes to the comfort level, which one is the most comfortable? Breaking in new shoes or breaking in the waist trainer? Neither one. They, they both hurt, right? They both hurt. Because when I got a new one today, I'm telling you, I feel like my gallbladder is spasming and I ain't even got no gallbladder no more. New shoes or breaking the waist trainer? Probably new shoes. Waist trainers kind of hurt for they the first couple hurt. weeks till your body gets used to it. <laughs> Rachie Mack, my good friend and sister, a true talent. You better live. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right. So here's some questions for the for the guys, though. So you kind of know what kind of things different people like when you are thinking about approaching them. Um, vacation or staycation? I like to vacation. Okay. So that's something new that I've kind of. So I like the vacation. Yeah. Vacation or staycation? So when you say staycation, you're talking about stay in Mobile, like yeah. in the same place? No. Um, vacation. <laughs> vacation? You can enjoy, like you can go downtown and stay at the Battle House. And, I mean, some oh, people do. Mm, like if you had a quick it's weekend, different. if you only had three days. Vacation. You can do a lot in three days. 
private dinner <laughs> private dinner or fancy restaurant um private dinner at home um or you can do a private dinner out in the water i'm okay with a private dinner okay. yeah and private dinner i always say a private dinner I, I like to be secluded from a bunch of people so. <laughs> i like private dinners too mm-hmm. however if i'm being honest you know i like to put on the show so i, I want to put yeah on. i want to put some clothes on which i would still do the same thing if i were at home i would totally get all dressed up if i were going to do a private dinner at home but i do like going out to to fancy restaurants right maybe once or twice a year private dinner but other than that i would prefer to go out yeah I like right. to go out too. <laughs> Heels on a on a regular, you know, not not your first date, but y'all just going out to kick it. Heels or sneakers? I am so such a girly girl. Everybody that knows me, if you see me with tennis shoes on, I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> so no, people don't even realize how tall I am until they see me out with like flats or something on, and I'm actually just probably going to the store <laughs> because every time they see me, I have on heels, and people think I'm like. This big tall woman, and I'm only five five. So, <laughs> so no heels. Heels or sneakers? Well, it depends on what what type of heels. We could do. I could do wedges. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do stilettos on the first date or nothing like that. But really? Maybe some. No, I'm, I don't do all that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe some tennis shoes on the second date, but maybe some wedges, something some wedges. comfortable. I don't want to be uncomfortable trying to look cute and fall looking stupid. These heels mm-hmm. are a good weapon too, girl. <laughs> Give me some heels. <laughs> I do. I do like heels too, but if I'm just like, if me and Chris are going out somewhere casual, I, I like, I love a cute dress with some, with some um, converses or something like that. I don't even own shoes Not? like that. <laughs> you got to try it. We got to do that one day. We got to go shopping and get you some new kicks. Oh, and it changes you your walk all when you have on heels though. Oh, it changes. We said arch. not the first date. No date. With, no date with tennis shoes. <laughs> no date with tennis shoes. No. All right. My Unless next question. Something active. My next question. This is a real question. You like your men thugged out or dress clothes? And I just mean attire. <laughs> like when I say thug, I don't mean that he's a dope dealer. I just mean like you like. Thugged out, like you know, baseball cap and nice little mm. baseball leather baseball jackets. I, I like, want a happy medium somewhere, <laughs> right? Medium. There. Because I don't want them to be too uptight, but I want them to be able to put on some tennis shoes and still have that swagger about them. Yes, too, so. yes, yeah. yes. That's how I like them too. How about you? Well, I kind of understand where you're saying a little bit of a medium, but this word thugged out. Are we saying like hood? <laughs> when I'm saying alone, like I like a hood boy, you know, yeah. But I, I just mean, now I don't mean like gang banging. Gang, or, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. mean like I, yeah. I don't the, want a drug dealer, but yeah, yeah, probably a little hood thugged out a little bit more so than um a square suit tag type of guy. Because I've tried those type of guys. Nothing wrong with them, but I relate more to street men and. Men from the hood. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> I just do. It's just a personal um a preference. So it's it is time what it place. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I always say I, I like. I love the new though when they are putting on suits with a pair of sneakers. I yeah, love it. Yes. a hood guy with a, with a suit on. That's yeah. even better. I love right. it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Mountains or the beach? Beach. All day. 
Yes. I love the water. I kind of want to go to the mountains. I've never been to. I've never mountains. been to the mountains either. So I want to so go. So how how are we gonna say? We don't even know if we really like it. <laughs> but I just know I like, I like to the water. go to the beach that has mountains around. Yeah. And look at the mountains from the beach. That would be cool. Yeah. So they got mountains with beaches. I don't know. Not really. But that's okay, you just I made like. that up. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> Okay, but if we can have the both, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I, I do want to go. I've been to like um, Pennsylvania to the mountains before. I've, you know, I've never been to the mountains other than driving through like Gatlinburg or, or Colorado. So I do want to go there and then I want to snow, I mean, ski or whatever, because I've never been skiing. We won't do that. Would you never go skiing? Mm-mm. We won't do that. We won't do that. <laughs> have you ever been skiing? No. I don't have a desire. We got so much to. Maybe to just to take pictures and put on the outfit and be cute. Motor yes. boats. <laughs> I'm not motorboats. Those little ski jet skis. Oh, yeah, no, I'll do that. I'll no, do no, that. I'm on a jet ski. No, you're not. No, I'll do that. But you'll ski into a tree? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a little more. Yeah. No, no. No, I think I'm going to get in the water. There's <laughs> <laughs> too much water out there for me. All right. So we're riding in our car on the way. We're on a date. We are in the car mm-hmm. with our date. Slow jams are. Hip hop, trap music, which slow jam. Okay, slow jam, specifically slow jam. 90s R&B. 90s R&B <laughs> on the way today. I hope y'all are taking notes because I have heard some stories about people going on dates and they get in the car with guys, and that's what they have on is like hard, hard time and place. trap. That's not the place. Trap music. So. You turn that on once you get to know the girl. Yeah, right. like, yeah, right. yeah. But on the way on your first date, it I think it's supposed to be romantic, isn't it? And right, right, right. So next question. This is a good question. I thought this was a good question. Movies or this is a fun, a fun night. It's not okay. Movies or adult arcade. Adult arcade. Yeah. Fun, right? Yeah, we can watch movies at home. Movies or adult arcade. Probably adult arcade because yeah, we we do a lot of movies already at home. <laughs> and then there's also like they got where you throwing um the axe, throwing the axes, yeah. and they have the rooms where you beat stuff up. What's what do you call those? Rage rooms. Yeah, where you going? I, I haven't been. We got one in Daphne. I'm definitely going to okay. the rage room. Where you like going? You went the board and beat mm-hmm. like stuff up, break TVs, take out some anger. Mm. <laughs> Have you ever been to a rage room? No, I haven't. I would like to go to the one. Yeah, that sounds, sounds interesting. interesting. Take out right? some of this aggression. aggression. Yes. Go <laughs> somewhere with a punching bag or something. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Boxing would be like a fun. I don't know if that'd be a good fun date, though. It depends like maybe on what sparring. Kind of you spar over with. there. I'll spar here, but we ain't boxing each other. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, not yeah. each other. Right. <laughs> All right. This is a very important question. Do you still have smaller children? Mm. How old are your children? 27, 23, and 14. Okay. So you still have one, a, a, a younger one. Right. Babysitter, or are you taking the kids on vacation? Say what now? Babysitter. <laughs> or are you taking it? You know, there are still some people who feel like every vacation I don't need is going to be a family <laughs> vacation. built in. Mm-mm. <laughs> if you didn't have a babysitter and, you, and your child couldn't stay with anybody, well, no, people still do it. Anyway, even if they have people to keep them, they just feel the need that every time they go on vacation with their significant other that they have to take their children Absolutely with them. not. 
I don't believe so either. No. What do you do? I mean, it depends on where we're going, but no. Keep find a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Somebody you can trust for a few days. Right. right. Now, I absolutely believe because my children did go on some vacations with uh, some very nice, like they, we took them to the Dominican Republic. Um, and I hope they appreciated that. But there was still always going to be a vacation for just Chris. The adults. And for the right. adults. All right. So here is the next hot question. You're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You're married. We still having girls trips? I've never been on a girls trip. Me neither. I don't have enough friends to go on a girls trip. <laughs> My heart breaks for y'all. I'm, I don't have enough friends to <laughs> go on a girls trip. Girls events, but not like an actual trip. Never been on a girls mm-hmm. trip Like before? out of the city. Well, we probably went to maybe like Biloxi or something. They are <laughs> totally, <count>? totally <laughs> different than going with your your spouse. It, yeah. It's a total different vacation. Um, there is something about something about being out of town with your girls. I do, I do think that you kind of let your hair down even a little bit more. Now, mind you, I let the hair down, like even to just take the wig all the way off when I'm with Chris. <laughs> we have a great time, but it's still not the same as when I go on a girl trip. Like my sister and I, every other year, we'll go um, on vacation and like we still dress up um, sexy, go out to the clubs at the resorts or whatever. Like we have a really, really, a really good time. You gotta, you gotta try it. You gotta try it. Mm -hmm. So you're not opposed to it. Are you? you I just don't deal with a lot of people. Okay. Are you opposed to it? Some people are opposed. They just feel like once they're married, it's not going to happen because I'm married. And if I go somewhere, my husband is going. I'm not going. (laughs) Oh no. I do prefer going places with my significant other, but I'm not opposed to going on girls trips, but I don't, like all the few friends that I do have, we're all individual friends. Like mm-hmm. I don't have a group of friends that we're all friends together where we could do something like that. But That's if I hard. could, maybe a weekend, I wouldn't do it for no long extended period of time. Being even though we're friends, being around females too long, I can't do it. Now that is true because my <laughs> sister and I we end up fighting every single time. We like by the fourth day. We like, why are we still here? We still having a good time, but we are arguing. Um, <laughs> too long. <laughs> arguing by that time. The last time we went to, last year we went to St. Lucia and we started off at one resort and then we finished at a whole another resort. We were gone for a whole week. That was my first mm-hmm. time ever. That was our first time taking a whole week. Now, after that, I will tell you, we have decided that the next time we'll get separate rooms. Um, so I, th- I, I think that's, for me, uh, I would like to have my own space. Like you get your room and yeah. it, that's, it's more right. expensive though, you know, cause the resort is always going to pay you, charge you for double occupancy. Right. But I would prefer to have my own room. Yeah. All right. Need space. Put that on your bucket list. <laughs> Put that on your bucket list. A girl's trip. They are so much fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> so this is the last, would you rather, I want you to be honest. Okay. Strip club or the theater? With who? Who are we hmm. going with? Who are we going with? Are you going with your significant other? Oh. <laughs> oh, you want me to go first? <laughs> Strip club or the theater? Theater. Kind of theater. Um, yeah, if you're in, in New, New York, Atlanta or New York and they have a show, Color Purple was playing. Strip club or the theater? Oh, Lord. <laughs> 
<laughs> you want me to tell the truth? Yes, I want you to tell the truth. <sighs> I'm going to the strip club. <laughs> I'm going to the strip club. It sounds funner to me than the theater. I'm not. I'm just. Not I mean, a I'm, I just. I'm not a theater person. You only gave me two choices, so we're going to the strip club. Strip club or the theater? Well, me and my significant other has. We have been to strip clubs, so strip clubs, um, and just watch our own movie when we get home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right. Now you didn't answer the question. I'm, I would like to go to. I've, I've, I've been to. I've never been with Chris. Chris refuses to go to a strip club with me. Why? Yeah, I have no idea, but um, I like strip clubs. Okay. I do. Okay. But he will not go. Now he's gone. Um, I don't know what. I don't know what the problem is. Anyway, <laughs> probably because you know I don't know how to act. I'm probably the one. I'm I'm the problem. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not him. It's me. <laughs> okay. So these questions we got from um, some of the friends of the show, and so they want to know first what happened, and you can um, how you say it, truth or pass or whatever. It says, I would like to know what happened to your last man and why are you single? Oh. You want to go first? <laughs> what happened to my last Well, you're man? not single. What happened to my last But what man? happened to your last man? Yeah. Well, the last guy that I thought was my man. <laughs> mm. If we want to be honest, he played a lot of games. So, yeah, I pretty much kept him around for a little bit longer until I was tired of dealing with him and then to let him go. But he wasn't, he didn't really want to stay. He he had too much going on and pretended, but that's what happened. Just playing games. <laughs> okay. All right. What happened to your last man and why are you single? It just didn't work out. Okay. It just didn't work out, you know. I personally think it's a dumb question. <laughs> Let me why tell you why that? I think it's a dumb question. Because if you, I'm coming to you, of you coming to me, and like we are showing interest in each other, mm -hmm. and you ask me, because a lot of men will, like if you try to, if I say I'm going to try to hook you up with somebody, right? Mm -hmm. And they be like, why, why are you trying to hook her? Why is she single? Why are you single? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I wouldn't be asking you if I knew you were with somebody. So, um, right. Why are you single, sir? But it's like it's like they it's automatically when they ask that question, it's like they expect something wrong because they look at you and and you're beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. You're supposed to have some moment of yeah, being you, single. Will, singleness. I don't think they like they <laughs> they want to know why. Is she crazy? Yeah. Is she crazy? Like why is she single? Well, so, I mean, you know, sometimes people say it's by choice, but I mean, when you just haven't met the right person, then until then, you just need to remain single. Right. Okay. So everybody that's single is um, not crazy. Everybody, some you got people out here that are widowers. Right. Um, you have people who separated because somebody cheated on them or, or domestic violence. So you know, why are you single? I just don't like that particular question because it leads me to believe that you think something is wrong right. with me and, right. you know, as to why I'm still single. Right. And, and I feel me. like if you're dealing with a person and they really like you, 
after a while, they will tell you why they're single. So you don't really, really have to ask too many questions. They feel comfortable enough. They will tell you why they're single. Now, I am okay with rewording the question to something like, well, how was your last relationship? You know, mm, okay. You know, what happened right. in your last relationship? How, why or how did your last relationship end? But I have a, I have an issue with that, especially going no, into like a new relationship when you're getting to know a person a new person and you know of course we want to know what happened with the last relationship Mm -hmm. I think that if you give them too much info they're going to do everything right and they're going to send their representative because now you've told you've given them the test and the answers Mm -hmm. so if I tell you what happened with this person of course initially he's not going to do Anything that this other person, because I've already told him that this person did this. I don't like that. You're right. So how are we telling them how to love us, though? How are we telling them us? I want you to be your true, authentic self in the beginning. Mm-mm, and if you, Not them. Us. How, how to love me? Yes, because I need, like, I need for you to know me and what I like, what I'm about, what I expect. I'm going to tell you exactly what I like. Okay. And I'm also going to show you. I'm going to. I'm going to present myself to you the way that I want to be treated. So if I'm very touchy feely, you know, lubby dubby. So if that's what I want, that's my love language. That's what I'm going to do to you. And so how would you tell, like, how would you tell somebody that? Like, how would you explain your love languages? Because I'm like, I'm not dating no more. So are you going on a first date and you sitting down and you're like, so what's your love language? Yes, I will yeah. ask. Some people don't know what that is. And if mm-hmm. not, then I'll, you know, explain to them, you know, exactly what that is. But yeah, you Gotta know, to bring the app, like just bring the whole book or the app. So <laughs> okay. let's pull this out. Fill right. out. You know, you can start it off like it's a little game. Like, you know, what do mm-hmm. you like? Do you like, like gifts, 21 you know, questions? Yeah, yeah. You know, and kind of see what that person like, you know, some people don't like to be hugged on. They don't like, you know, displaying affection but they just want you to kind of know right i need you to tell me that i need you to show me that i don't want you to just automatically assume that this is what i like or don't like yeah but you can't get too deep too fast right some people you'll scare away right like oh i, I have to have someone hold me at night every <laughs> night <laughs> and they be like that girl no not like that <laughs> no <laughs> so yeah no so um are people still, because you listen, I was taught uh, my family is like a rare breed. And, you know, I have cousins who always were just very honest with me. And my grandmama was off the hook. So are people still, like we're adults, are people still waiting? And like, is there, you know, after Steve Harvey wrote the book, like, is there a waiting period for being intimate with someone? Or like, what we're is We're adults. And I'm just going to leave it right there. I feel that way too. We're adults. I mean, sometimes you'll spend too much time waiting. And then, you know, I and don't get me wrong. I don't want nobody to look at me differently. But, you know, sometimes people will wait until, you know, so-called for marriage. And then, you know, you finally wait to that big day and you're disappointed. Right. You know, I'm not going to be set up like that at 43. (laughs) No, I'm not doing it. Because now you're stuck with them. We're not even talking about waiting like for marriage. We're just talking about like uh, met tonight things, you know, it hit I mean, well. I'm not going to put a time frame on it. I mean, okay. me personally, you know, if you want somebody to take you seriously, you know, everybody has learned through trial and error. We all mm-hmm. have made bad decisions and, you know, bad choices and done things, you know, a little bit too soon, mm-hmm. you know, but. I could almost assure you that when we've done that, it never worked out. Right. 
my mama and daddy, my mama, my mama telling me straight up, I said, Ma, how long, you know, were you and daddy together <laughs> before uh, y'all slept together? He said, child, I met your daddy at a Tupperware party. <laughs> he, came, he came home with me after the Tupperware party. Mm. And he ain't never left Ooh. since the Tupperware party. Okay, and that is the truth. Okay, then, mama. Never left. <laughs> okay, then. He never left. Um, now, she, when I try to, you know, take on that same mindset, mm. of course, she, that's not what she was trying to teach me. But uh, my, I mean, my cousins, they always tell me, you know, once you get, we just tell y'all that when y'all kids, when you get grown, you really didn't got to wait. <laughs> <laughs> So do you feel like there's a time frame, time limit? Well, I do agree with the whole you're grown type of thing, but it really depends on the age. Like if you're really young, you do need to wait a little while. You don't need to I rush into anything. Right. But if you're over 30, I would say give it a couple of dates. At least learn who you're dealing with first, because sometimes you can deal with someone intimately and they can be crazy and being intimate can make it even worse. Mm. Right. So... <laughs> It really just depends on what you're dealing with. You let things flow. There you go. I like that. And if it feels like it's right at the moment, go for it. But if you feel a little sketchy, give it a second. Right. No. Okay. All right. So um, does anybody have a five-year plan? As far as, as dating? As far as dating, as far as what you where you see yourself in a relationship, in five years, um, like where do you see yourself in a relationship and relationship wise in five years? Five years, I'll be married. Okay. I'll be married. I won't have any kids at home. So <laughs> I will be just enjoying my spouse. And so people need to know that, right. you know, if I want to get married and that's um that's a part of my plan, then I need for you to know that that's what I'm what I'm looking for. Right. Um and uh, you know, like they say a uh, uh, any type of plan is always a working plan. So yes, things do change, but um, I do think that one of the boundaries that needs to be set is stepping outside of particular time frames. Things might not always flow exactly on the date you expected, right? But I mean, come on. What about you? Five year plan. Within five years, I expect to be more successful with my business, and also I better be married within five years. She said she better yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. All right. So this next friend of the show asks, why do women have standards when it comes to dating? When it comes to dating a man, he's got to have a job, financial security, a nice car, good credit, tall, dark, and handsome. But a man will date a woman that works at McDonald's if he likes her. That's a good one. I think we've question. actually just kind of I've kind of had this conversation with a friend um, not too long ago. You know, with men, I think that, you know, they feel like if they find somebody that work at the Waffle House, you know, nothing against nobody who work at the Waffle House. But if, you know, they find somebody that's attractive, if she's not where she um, should be or where they want her to be, they'll bring her up to that level. Right. Women, you know. It depends on the person because, you know, sometimes when we're younger, we're willing to invest a little bit more in somebody to try to get them to where they need to be. But at my age, I'm not doing that no more. <laughs> I'm not, not I'm just, I'm just, it, I'm just I, saying we yeah, ain't, we ain't doing that, that no more. I, I don't have time to build nobody up. I need you to come through the doors already ready. And not to say that you have to have everything in line, you know, certain things that I'm willing to, you know, bend on, but certain things that is just, I'm just not. 
Not not at 43. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I want to throw, I'm glad you brought the age up too, because I think a lot of times, like even like when I'm talking to my daughters, you know, my my daughters are, are 18, almost 19 and, and 22 and almost 30. Uh, well, I'm almost like I'm probably almost 49 years old. So I don't expect for them to like think the way that I think now, but they look at what I do now. They might look at mine and their daddy's relationships and they want to mold their self into that. Like for instance, when I first got married, you know, I hated cooking and I wasn't cooking. Chris would complain all the time about me not cooking. And so I went over to my mom's house and I was like, I don't know what his problem is. Always thinking somebody's supposed to be cooking all the time. And she said, well, why you ain't cooking for the man? And I said, well, you don't cook for daddy every night. And she said, well, you ain't where I'm at. Like you, I got like so-and-so amount of years in this game. Like you ain't get where I got yet. When I was then, I did cook for your daddy every night. And so there are some things that the longer you're in a relationship, like you do get a little bit more relaxed. You know, but I think that we, a lot of young people, I think that's where they go wrong is they jump into it like so like head in Mm -hmm. and expect for everything to be perfect. And like their parents from day one, from day one. And that's not don't work like going to happen. Right. Right. I honestly say my daughter, my daughter was married and I used to tell her, you know, you're a better woman than me because (laughs) I mean, when she was married, she was ironing uniforms for the next day. She was cooking, preparing lunch the night before. I used to do that. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) it just depends on because some of the young women are doing that. And I would look at her and be like, dang, how do you do that? Yeah. Listen, I think they do a whole lot. And, And the more you do. Like this, this man named Tangela, he was telling me, um, we worked together. He said, uh-uh, you're learning me too much now. Because <laughs> if you learn me how to do it, they're going to expect me to do it. Right. And so when you start doing these things for them all the time, then they do start expecting you to do it. Right. Yeah, they get spoiled. And now when you don't want to do it as much, you it's know, a it's a problem. <laughs> you know, and then it's, oh, that's how you got me. Like you was doing that like before, but now right. you don't want to do it no more. So I, I like just I think you should just y'all relax. should do it together. Yeah, relax, be comfort comfortable with it. You know, y'all do things together. But if it's and and let it be natural. If it's natural for you, that's fine. Right. If that's what you do. You love cooking every night. You do. You know, um, I have an aunt who loves has always loved catering to men, and she would do it to the day she dies if she if she could. And that's totally okay right. for her. It's just not. It's not my thing. Um, but I'm gonna make sure my man eat every night. Now I may not cook every night, but he's gonna eat every night. Whether I go oh, get some takeout work. or something, you know, I'm gonna make sure he eat. Yeah, we but I work. may not be in there slaving over no stove if I work, you know, 13, 14 hours a day. Yeah, because right. Chris could go to the store right. and get us both. <laughs> I mean, we can something to eat. Make some sandwiches. I mean, yeah, and I, I cook a whole lot more than I did. Like over the past few months, I cook a whole lot more than I used to. And I actually enjoy it. And he's like, oh, baby, you don't got to, you don't got to do that. You don't got to cook. You don't got to cook. But I really do enjoy um, cooking and cooking for him and, you know, trying to eat, trying to eat healthier. So yeah, just, but, but it's the natural part of it. It's not something I was forced into, you know, it's a whole lot easier to do things when it doesn't feel like it's It's a chore. Yeah. 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 You want to add anything to that? 
Well, I don't mind cooking, but we do a lot of salads. Like we do a lot of easy stuff sometimes, but I don't mind cooking maybe at least once or twice a, a week and make something that will stretch. You know? and, and so is that in like a, a, a plan? Because, you know, I, I didn't even know there was a such thing as a as a marriage plan. When you guys were married, did y'all have a marriage or relationship plan? No, and that's probably why. Uh, no, nope, it didn't work. Right. No, but you you need to go into <laughs> I know all the wrong things to do. Right. So now, you know, looking forward when I do, when God do bless me with that, that, that husband, he's coming, he's coming. you know, oh yeah, absolutely. He's already showed it to me, but when it does happen, um, I know what not to do now. And listen, that's the most important thing is always take something, you know, a learning lesson right. with you to the next, to the next, whatever. Right. All right. So let's see. Is it hard for you to take accountability when you're wrong and the opposite sex? Like if a man points out that you did something wrong, you have a hard time taking accountability? Sometimes it depends, but I'm not, I'm, I'm pretty good at saying I'm sorry or admitting. If they give me a good point, good reason and, you know, point out real good facts, then I'll be like, okay, right, whatever. But but if it's not if you're not giving me good reasons why I'm wrong, because I'm kind of stubborn. If you're not giving me a good reason why I'm wrong or showing me why I'm wrong, then I'm still going to say I'm right. I'm not going to bite my tongue. I'm not going to say you right just to make the argument go away. It's just not me. I'm sorry. Do you? So you don't but you don't feel like you have to be right all the time. I don't feel like I have to be right out of time, but if that person is 100% wrong, I'm not going to say that they're right to make the argument go away because honestly, sometimes conflict is good because a person could always think they're right and always they might be right most of the times, but this one time that they're actually wrong and they really need to know this so they won't continue to do the same thing. So it's not necessarily trying to be right, wrong all the time. It's to let that person know where they need to grow at or where they need to change. Because if they continue to do the same thing and think they're right, it's never going to change. Because Chris used to be a horrible, Chris and I used to be horrible communicators. <laughs> um, we used to be horrible communicators. And he would end everything with, I, I, you're right, Trish, you're right, Trish. Nothing would make me more furious. You know what I'm saying? No resolution. Number one, I already know I'm right, but that's not what I'm. That's not what I'm looking for you to tell me. Like I want to talk about why I'm right. Right. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes, I mean, obviously, sometimes I was wrong. But yeah, if I'm wrong, I want you to take this opportunity to tell me why you think I'm wrong. Yeah. You know, and so mm -hmm. we've got so much better. Yeah, I tell like the the biggest change with Chris came when he got COVID. I mean, like he literally came out the hospital a different person. He no longer bit his tongue. You know, he no longer accepted food at restaurants that wasn't up to par. <laughs> if the gum, like we were in uh, New Orleans one time, we, we, favorite place, Oshana, and he got some gumbo. He was like, oh, no, this gumbo ain't right. I'm like, well, you know, you had COVID. He's like, oh, this gumbo, it's not right. He's ma'am. Like, you complaining about the food? He's like, ma'am, this gumbo. And then he said, it's, it's too soupy. I'm like, dude, it's soup. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be soupy, but he has so communication is very, very important. You want to add anything to it? Um, as far as like accountability, um, I think it's a, it's it's something that has to you know once you become a little bit more mature. I will say when I was younger, I I didn't take accountability for anything, you know, 
But and don't get me wrong, I do have my moments to where, you know, I'm I'm always trying to prove my point, but I think I'm a little bit more open now to trying to see the other person's view. And I'm quicker now to apologize versus to where, you know, I would be stubborn, that stubborn Leo in me, just <laughs> like, mm -mm, I'm going to take it to the grave. <laughs> Strong and wrong, but I'm going to take it to the grave. But <laughs> now I'm more apt to apologize when, I'm, when I know I'm wrong. And you okay with agreeing or disagree? Oh, absolutely. I don't like conflict. I don't like conflict. You know, I walk away from arguments, if, especially when we're not, you know, making any leeway. We'll go back and we'll table that conversation and we can reconvene, you know. And that was part of the question kind of was, do you stay? It says, do you stick it out or run if you run into adversity in a relationship? And then it says, for example, not cheating, but stuff like if the man is going through something, maybe depression or he got injured at work and he ain't able to work. Are you sticking around like you support him bring him through it? Absolutely. Yeah. That's what okay. you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got to figure at first, well, if a man want to talk about it, because most of them don't really like to talk about their feelings. If they don't want to talk it, talk about it, you got to find a way to comfort them and figure out some kind of way to ease them from that, that problem. They're getting so much better, though, I think, as a whole. And I don't know if it's social media or the mental health movement. I don't know. But I think that a lot of men, anyway, are getting better at expressing themselves. Mm -hmm. And communicating them. So, you know, I do want to to shout out the ones who have have worked on that, which is kind of why, you know, I got the questions. I never whenever I'm sitting down here, if I'm going to have a conversation and I'm going to speak on men, I'm going to get some men's input because I don't want to get out here and act like I know everything about a man. Um, I feel most men are not good, period. Like, that's it. Or am I missing some part of it? Communicators. Communicators. Mm -hmm. Um and that's kind of what we that's kind of what we just said. I think like I, I feel like a lot of them have gotten better, you know, maybe not perfect at it, but I do think that they are better. They're talking about their depression more. They're talking about anxiety more. Mm -hmm. They're talking about um, being in relationships and what they want from relationships. Maybe it's social media, mm -hmm. but I, I'm going to give them some credit. I think that a lot of them are for the most part, for the most part, yeah, for the most part, you know, you got some that are just just don't know how to communicate. And of course they'll try to deflect, you know, but no, we have, I think it's a lot better from what I've seen. And, and it's hard for us as, as black women, um, when you have so many black men who were raised by black women mm -hmm. um, and did not have a male role model and mama was probably at work all the time and taught them as much as they could when they were there, mm -hmm. you know? And so a lot of what they learned, does come from being in a relationship. Right. Like a lot of learning how to love a woman is going to come from that first, um, those first couple of relationships. Right. And I think that's why a lot of them go, go so south, so sour, so quickly. And so that's why I say too, when like, don't discredit anybody, don't take count them out. Because they were in a couple bad relationships before. Right. Because they may have learned a lot yeah. in those right. prior relationships. And it may have made them the perfect man for you today. Right. So. Right, right. right. Um, is cheating a forgivable offense? Um, if it's an isolated incident. <laughs> she's laughing. I'm laughing at him. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> mm. 
if it's an isolated incident, but you you can't, you know, keep making the same mistake over and over. You know, that's the definition of insanity. If you keep doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome, then, of course, you know, that's just what this person wants to do. And I'm going to let you do that somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I think so. that we in this this population, this age group and the ones that are coming behind us, I do think we have to do a better job at setting those kind of boundaries than what our parents did. Because mm-hmm. um black women they tolerated away, a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, they than tolerated them. a whole mm-hmm. a whole lot more. And I don't think it's being tolerated as much, but it's still happening. Absolutely. It is definitely still happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we want men to do a better job at that. Um, hopefully not not cheating or women too, you know, not cheating. But is it just uh if you do it, that's it, it's over a type of offense. I feel like it. that's a real iffy question because it really just depends on the person in the situation um, and also the age. Say, for instance, if you're young and a guy cheated on you, you're probably going to do it again and again and again and again. If you're an older man, older man, and depending on the situation, maybe you were put in a, I don't know, Beyonce came around and she kept started hitting on you. Are you going to forgive your man for cheating on you with Beyonce? Maybe. I would probably not. I would probably. I would probably. So he just he just couldn't. He had yeah, to go ahead yeah. and get the some fact of that. that it was a celebrity would probably put an even more sour taste. Because you know mouth. she's not sticking around. Yeah, yeah. For one, for an hour, or five minutes, depending on the person. You know, yeah, I don't know. No. I mean, just me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I probably would be more hurt to know that you. Like really just tossing you to the side like that for you know for five minutes. <laughs> they yeah. probably thought it was a once in a life, uh, once in a lifetime thing, or maybe Beyonce was giving him some money. So would you it. give your man a pass if he saw Beyonce and he had an opportunity? Maybe if it was Beyonce. Why? What's so special about her? Because I don't know. I I, I guess because I. I kind of understand man a little bit. I get it. It was probably just something he just really wanted to do, especially if he was just a Beyonce fan. I mean, he lacks self-control. Yes, he he probably do lack lack (laughs) self-control if it was that easy. But if he was that easy and decided to do something with Beyonce, I'd probably be more forgiving versus a friend or somebody down the street or some girl he said he would never deal with. That's different. That's like you pretty much you keeping me in the dark and you knew I didn't want you to deal with this person. That's not forgivable because now you're making that person look like a fool. But it to me, it just depends on the situation. You just like made it okay for every celebrity out there. I'm trying to follow her, but I'm a little lost. Male celebrities that are out there who mess around basketball players who mess around on their wives. Um, like you just kind of made it okay. They, yeah, it was okay for them to sleep with me because I'm a celebrity. <laughs> I don't think. You know? I think I would be okay. more out not to because I know that this man ain't trying to be with me. He just yeah. want me yeah, for the night. I just want to take night. a picture, like hugged up with my leg up like that, and huh. then and we going on. Yeah, we go home. I don't want to. <laughs> no, because you know he's not finna stick around. So right? Why? I mean, it's I like mean, a waste. Like, of is time. any money? Is this like a what was that movie? Oh, uh, um, I know exactly what you're talking about. Where he paid for, for one her. night. With the uh, no, what's the it movie? Was, that? It was Demi Moore who was in it, and they this whoever was wanted to sleep with her for one night, oh, and the it, man paid her like a million dollars. He fell in dollars. love with her. Did he fell in love? They fell in love with each other. Uh uh-uh. uh. We talking about a different movie? I think so. Oh, this is like an older movie, but yeah, they he paid 
because it was a husband and wife that were together at a hotel and then uh, something they ran into this man who was like a millionaire he's like i want to sleep with your wife hmm? what is it indecent proposal <laughs> yes that's I, it that they didn't fall in love I don't they think. ended up he wanted her for the long haul yes he did he, he wanted her but she didn't want him like, well she, she left her husband mm. she left, left him girl you need to go back and watch i'm gonna have room. to go tonight <laughs> <laughs> Tonight. He left her because she had a she thought she would be, you know, better off with him. But she ended up going back to her husband after it didn't work out. A lot of times it don't work anyway. Now, because now listen now, we never say anything about there being any money involved. <laughs> oh, okay. right. Now, money involved. I'm going to be like, go yeah, ahead and money, get Beyonce yeah. for the night. And when you get paid, <laughs> tell her to send it to out. my cash app, okay? <laughs> yeah, if money is involved, yes. But just to say you out just because it was Beyonce, I don't care Beyonce would is. have to come to you and offer you. So, and I don't want it to be like the Most God. Most likely the dude be money involved anyway. Some kind of incentive or something. Those <laughs> girls would be sleeping with them. They just be sleeping with those just guys. To, just to, to say, yeah, right. yeah. I wouldn't do that. Um, unless the price was right. <laughs> okay, let's and then hopefully he'll understand. <laughs> <laughs> what are your views on religion? Um, I believe in God. I believe there's a higher power. I believe in the Most High. Anybody who don't, I've tried. With the atheists and all that other stuff, you want? You Have went, you really? Yeah, it didn't work. Mm -mm. I can see how that wouldn't work. Mm -mm. And did you try it with the idea of converting them? Like, did you think you were going to be able to? I tried to thinking that I would make them have a, you know, see things another way, but nothing against no atheists mm -hmm. or whatever y'all call it, you know, call it now. But mm, no. Do you believe in, okay, isn't it like a thing where in the Bible something about being equally yoked? And then they used to say, like, if you're Catholic, you got to marry Catholic or holiness or, you know, you got to be in the same. I don't believe that. Um, I don't believe that. But how would it work, though, with a maybe a Christian and somebody? What are you, do you um, believe in? God, we should probably ask that question. <laughs> well, I believe <laughs> in I believe in having a relationship with God. Um, I do believe that you can learn things from all different type of religions. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like you can just only learn something from the Bible. There's a lot of things in the Bible. The Bible is kind of old and we have to evolve. We have to realize that God did not put all these other resources up on the earth just to learn from only the Bible. We can learn from a dictionary. We can learn from history. If we learn from history, we'll learn more about the Bible and learn more about the different religions and understand that a lot of these religions are very much the same or similar in very many ways. Right. So I don't believe that we can, we don't, we have to learn from one source, but I do believe that you have to realize that there is a God that created us and you should have a relationship with him and have godly knowledge to understand your purpose and understand life better. Not just from a religion, not just from a church, not just from what grandma and granddaddy told us. No, you have to know stuff for yourself. Right. And so it's important for you that your significant other has a relationship with God? For me, yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. You don't necessarily have to believe the exact same things that I do, but he, I don't want him to be... Well, he can't just sit up here and act like we came from the Big Bang Theory because <laughs> that's crazy to me. I don't know. So um, when I went back 
to church, you know, because I, I, I took like long, long breakup with church. Uh, never, never, me and God never broke up. Like I tell everybody, we was rocking the whole time, but I wasn't going to church. And so when I did go back to church, I really had to, you know, think about again, you know, that model, which was my mom and how she always went to church. Like my whole life, she was always in the church um, several nights a week. And my daddy would never go to church and she never pressured him into going to church. And so I had to remember that, you know, when I started back going to church, because I did want him to come to church with me. And so instead of me, you going to church today? Because all of a sudden I ain't been to church in 15 years. And I'm like, why you ain't going to church? You know right. what I'm saying? And so I was very, very patient and I, and I prayed, you know, about it. And I would ask him every Sunday, hey, you want to go to church today? No, I'll go next Sunday. All right. All right. Well, just let me know when you're ready. Next Sunday, you're going to church. And so um, one Saturday night, he was like, I'm, I'm going to go to church with you. In you know, time. tomorrow in his time. Right. So I hope that somebody caught that gym because you do like if you're trying to beat something into somebody, they'll pull away. They more. will. Yeah, they they definitely will. All right. Last question. This is a very important question. This person asks, how much does LaShonda love that girl named LaShonda? <laughs> I love me some me. I, I'm I'm an advocate for myself. I love me some me. I love everything about me. And I'm not going to let anybody persuade me to think otherwise. Okay. And what kind of do, things do you do to take care of LaShonda? Um, and don't get me wrong. You know, it's, it's a process. Because some days, you know, we all have days. Some days I'm a little up. Some days I'm a little down. Mm -hmm. You know, the thing is not to stay in that down space for too long. But, um... Like today, I got outside and I had to get me some vitamin D because I felt myself, you know, mm -hmm. you know, getting like in a funk every now and then. And that's OK. You know, you're dealing with, you know, everyday stressors. But like I say, you just can't stay in that that space for too long. But what I'll try to do, sometimes I'll, I'll get up and I'll go out and people know people that do know me know sometimes when I go out, I'm alone. So I'll go out and I'll have a drink. I'll go out and I'll eat. I'll do things by myself to make me feel good. And I'm always one of those people that if I feel like if I look good, I feel good. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you sit in the house, you hadn't took a shower, you know, your house is dark and gloomy. Your hair is a mess. You know, you're going to feel like that. You're going to be a product of that environment. But if you get up, you get your nails done, your hair done, you know, you took a shower, you feel good. You put on something cute, even if it's just go to the store, you know, you're going to feel better about yourself versus being confined to you know, a dark room, mm -hmm. a dark room, because those walls will start closing, closing in, in on you. you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I tell you all the time, but people will reach out to me in the inbox all the time. And my first advice is always going to be, what have you done for you lately? If you start asking me about, you know, going out with somebody or lonely. Okay. Well, when is the last time you took yourself out? And right. I'll say, you know, put some, put your good clothes on. Uh, do your makeup or get your makeup done, whatever. Like, just go all out for yourself. Find your sexy is the baddest dress you got in the closet. Right. And and honey, sit at the bar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> By yourself and just enjoy yourself. Right. It's so important to be comfortable with yourself. I typically will stop on my way home every Tuesday and have a drink all by myself. Chris expects it. I'm going to bring him some food, but he knows I'm going to sit down <laughs> there and chill by myself. Right. How about you? Any me time for you? Do I love myself? Yes, I do love myself. I, at one point, I did not love myself. I had to learn how to love myself. A lot of, uh, for a long time, I didn't even know who I was. I would say once I 
got divorced and got single and by myself, I then realized I did not love myself enough and I did not know who I, I was in my purpose. But once I start to learn who I, I am and, and what I need to change and the things that I'm good at, because I also didn't realize my own worth and my own talents. I felt like I didn't know how to do much. But once I realized I knew how to do certain things really well, it also gave me more confidence and that the more confidence that I had, the more I love myself a little bit more. But yeah, now I do love myself. I love who I am. I know there is not another Rachie Mac out there and there will never be another Rachie Mac out there. You're absolutely <laughs> right. I love it. And so that's what we're going to close on tonight. We're going to close on self-love and how I need for you to stop expecting people to do things for you that you won't do for yourself. Right. Right. right? You I, I want you to get to a, in, in a position where you can do what you want to do for you. I want you to set yourself up so that if you want to go take a vacation, you can go take a vacation. If you want to go out to eat at, a, you know, an upscale restaurant, you can do that. And you can do that all by yourself. You don't need anybody um, to pay for you to get there. And you definitely don't need any company. Is it nice to have company sometimes? Absolutely. But I need for you to start enjoying yourself. I need for you to learn you and be comfortable being with you. Because if you are not comfortable being with you, how do you expect somebody else to come mm -hmm. in and be comfortable around you? So get to know yourself. Fall in love with you again. I do believe if you just came out of a marriage or a long relationship, you do need some time to just reconnect with yourself after you come out of those relationships. Now, you may have been in a relationship where you have been living in the same house for a long, like y'all been married for a long time, but y'all ain't really been married. Because just because you are legally married does not mean you are both invested in the relationship. That does make a difference. But don't lose yourself. Don't lose yourself in your marriage. Don't lose yourself in your children. We love them to death. We know we do. But you still got to have some some mommy time. You still got to have because they, they're going to get grown, you know, and they're going to move away. And it's one of the reasons why my my plight with depression was so severe when when Treasure, you know, turned 16 and then went away to school because I had poured so much into gymnastics um, and into track. And, and then I had my parents. So I was always taking care of somebody. And then lo and behold, my, both of my parents died and all of my children are grown. And um, all I have is Chris and we really don't even communicate that well, like I said before. And so number one, I learned to fall, I learned who I was again and I learned to fall in love with me again. And then Chris and I learned each other again. And then we learned how to communicate and how to love on each other. But I had to work on me first. So that's the take home tonight. You got to work on you and you got to set yourself up for, for success and stop expecting something. Stop expecting this night and, and shining armor to come in there and change you or, or fix you. Okay. Anything else is just a bonus. Like that's, uh, I, I, I consider a man to be a bonus. Somebody to come in and help me do. Um, not, I hope, I hope it's not that he's helping me do what I can't do. Cause I want to be able to say that I can support myself. And so anything else we're creating together, we're going to support each other, but I don't want to be dependent 
on anyone because at any point I can lose someone. Okay. Y'all got it. Anybody want to add? And thank y'all so much for coming on the show tonight. <laughs> thank you for having us. Y'all are so welcome. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation tonight. And I hope that you will. I know a lot of people will come back uh, tomorrow and on into the weeks to come to watch the podcast. Or you'll listen starting tomorrow at 5 p.m. on your favorite listening apps like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Amazon, iHeartRadio. We're, all, we're on all the podcasts and even YouTube. And apparently, maybe Instagram even worked too tonight. So thank y'all for tuning in tonight. Uh, we will see you back next Tuesday. It is um, our breast cancer awareness show. So we're going to have some ladies come in for that. And we're going to have um, a nice little discussion with them as well. Y'all ready? We're going to pray. We're going to go home and go to bed. <laughs> Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for bringing these beautiful ladies to the set tonight. We thank you for everything that they said. And we hope that what we've shared with each other tonight has been an inspiration to somebody else. God, we just want to continue to walk in our purposes, whatever our individual purposes may be. God, we speak success over Rachie Mack, um, Rachie Mack Productions and her murder mystery dinner this time and all the ones to come in the future. God, we know this is not the last one and it's not the best one because the best is yet to come. And we speak that into existence. God, we speak life, health and strength over everyone sitting in this studio from Rachie Mack, myself, Patricia Reed, LaShonda Tillman and my God, DJ Tech over there in the cut. We speak life and success over every one of you, too. Thank you. We love you. God bless y'all. And good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> and we hope y'all find a good man.